Today on the show, we're talking about credit card churning. Welcome to the Simple Money Solutions Podcast, where we focus on your money from a Canadian perspective. This podcast is produced weekly and released every Monday. Show notes for every episode can be found at livelifesimple.ca. Now let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, I'm your host Courtney and joined with me today is my co-host Trevor. As mentioned in the introduction, today we're talking about credit card churning, what it is and the upsides and the downsides that come along with it. So Trevor, today's podcast is based off an interesting article from the Financial Post in the personal finance section and it's called Inside the Risky World of Credit Card Churning, How People Use Rewards to Get Endless Free Perks. It's written by Ben Steverman and it was from April 2016. So in your own words, I'll, I'll start reading this article off, but in your own words, just an introduction. Um, can you explain to us and our listeners what credit card churning is? Yeah, hi, Courtney. Uh, so credit card churning really is the act of getting a credit card for the sole purpose of taking advantage of the incentives associated with it. So some credit cards have a point-based system like Air Miles. Other ones, they have... Uh, cash bonuses when you sign up for a new account. Other ones, you get perk based on how much you spend, like a percentage of what you spend. So they're really exploiting the perks on the card. The credit card companies are hoping you're just going to use it as part of your ongoing buying groceries, clothes, gas for your car. But these people are using it for the sole purpose of getting the perk. That's a great introduction, and we're going to, now I'm just going to read the introduction of this article to really give our listeners kind of the background on this one individual who, individual who has um, utilized credit card churning. So um, Dan Miller is married, and he was hoping to get his eight kids across the country, but he realized that would be a small fortune, so instead of paying for it, he churned them there. That's, so, that's a lot of churning. I mean, yeah. To get people across the country on a plane, I, I can't imagine what you'd have to do to develop those kind of perks on a card. Yeah, well, I'll, um, I'll keep reading here. It really breaks down, and through all this article, make sure you check it out. It'll be in our show notes, but make sure you give it a read, too, and you'll really get um, a sense as well as what we're talking about, about what uh, how the, the lengths that these individuals go to to churn. So um, Miller is a credit card churner. He's one of the thousands. So Trevor, thousands of people also participate in this. Well, I read that there's actually anyone's familiar with the uh, website called Reddit. That's R-E-D-D-I-T. It's a it's an internet form. And there's actually a, um, a section in there on credit card churning. And it has over 41,000 members. Which that is astonishing. If you, if you just put that into perspective, that many people are doing this, what we're talking about today, like that's, that's astonishing. And, and listeners, when you're listening to this, just keep this all in mind that like Trevor said, there's 40, over 41,000 people who are involved in this. That's, that's, that's an alarming number. So, um, one, one of thousands, so Miller is one of the thousands of people who pry travel cash and other perks from credit card reward programs. Their common traits are a keen eye for deals and obsessive determination not to pay when they can make somebody else pay for them. So turners can be secretive about their hobby, worried about its growing popularity, which will cause the card companies to turn off the flow of freebies. Miller says, quote, there's a fear that people who know about it and the sooner people know about it, the sooner the deal is going to get killed, end quote. But the basic idea is to take credit cards simply for the rewards, squeeze as many perks out as possible of each one and then move on to the next, often accumulating dozens of cards in the process. 
So this article does state later that this one credit card churner has up to 43 credit cards at one single time. Can yeah. you believe that, Trevor? That, that is that is a, a crazy. I carry three, just to put it in perspective. And I'm sure that's the average number that our listeners carry as well. I, I know in the article it says, if you do this, you need to be extremely detail-oriented because I'm sure you could get caught. If, you, if you're if you exposed uh, on balances on 43 credit cards, the, the consequence of, of not being on top of when the due dates are and all the, the nitty-gritty of, of getting those balances paid off, if, if that all came due in the same month and, and you were caught short, weren't able to pay them off, you would be uh, paying a, a ton of interest. Definitely. It, it, and that's, I think that's what um, what the point of this article is saying is um, there are some quotes from experienced credit card churners. One, Sean Coomer, a five-year veteran of uh, credit card churning, he says people, quote, people tend to go overboard. He says they, they, and they'll apply for seven, seven cards at a time is what he says in his article and not really knowing what they're doing. So you definitely have to go into this with such, such a, such a careful mindset and, and definitely the right, the right determination to make this work in the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, well, in reading the article, it really sounds like you need a, a going-in plan. You just can't sort of just randomly acquire cards. You need to get cards that um, you're going to be able to utilize the points and the perk. For instance, you might get three or four credit cards that accumulate air miles, and then you can sort of use those air miles all together rather than just a few air miles here and some cash back over here. You know, it all you want to get an accumulative effect of the perks. Oh, definitely. Um, and later on through this article, you're just talking about air miles. He um, he was able to fly him and his wife to Singapore and Dubai with his 43 credit cards and the perks that those provided. Yeah, that's that's quite a, a, a jet-setting lifestyle. So uh, what, what we're really getting from this article is that it is a time-consuming process. And I would go as far as saying it's an amateur sport. It's it's something that you have to dedicate your time to. And it says it really takes a person, quote, it really takes a personality, someone who is detail-oriented, end quote. And I think that is definitely so key to making this work. Well, in the article, the, uh, the, the one individual says he spends one hour a day, him and his wife do, uh, managing these credit cards. So it, it is absolutely a hobby. You have to be motivated by more than just the perks. You have to take an, an unusual, enthusiastic approach to this. He mentions he has spreadsheets where he tracks the due date. The other thing, a consideration that he mentioned in the article is the... Uh, some of these cards, uh, they're free to use for the first year, and then after that, you, you get user fees. So you need to uh, close that account prior to user fees, yet you need to take advantage of the points prior to closing the account. So it's a pretty uh, fine line you have to walk, times 43 cards. Yeah, that is that is something. Yeah, it's definitely all in or nothing. Um, so, so Trevor, why? There seems like so many obvious benefits, and let me know if we didn't missed any when we were talking, but why, why do you think everyone's not jumping on board the credit card churning train? Well, I think uh, one of the concerns is once you amass all these credit cards, you have a, a phenom- you have literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of credit at your disposal. And it's going to take a lot of self-discipline not to abuse that, that credit, meaning buying things you don't necessarily need just because you have that credit available. So you need to really be a, uh, a saver by nature as opposed to a spender. Which is kind of, it's funny that you say that because that's kind of the opposite re- like reason for a credit card or the the 
well why someone would get a credit card i agree it's this is actually modern day coupon clipping is, is one way to look at it and those coupon clippers were really savers and money conscious people yet the people a lot of times get credit cards to help finance their lifestyle uh, you need to use them in the opposite fashion definitely so it's definitely a benefit of credit card churning is that if you do use them wisely it can save you and it saves you a ton like in this example miller and his family across the country flew his eight kids that's that's phenomenal where this might fall apart is just say you accumulate enough aero, aero miles to to travel to dubai but you don't really have the money to do anything in dubai but you might put that the rest of those expenses on credit just to utilize those points so you have to make sure you're you're using those perks for the right reasons and i think that i'm glad you mentioned that that's a I think a common issue and even a whole episode on itself is how we do get trapped into into using points and buying things just because they are on sale or just because in in perspective they were cheaper than they were like that's a, definitely a marketing ploy that I think a lot of consumers get wrapped into I know I do myself well I think when credit cards partner with other other companies to provide these perks I think that's part of the angle is they they assume that you know you're you're going to spend more money on top of the perk definitely and and they see that and it's definitely because I think that's again with your Dubai example you definitely grab the consumer in and then they do spend the money I mean if you take this churning out of the whole thing and just look at why credit card companies offer perks, they're making a ton of money off every transaction. So if they can lure you in with some perks to, to spend more money, I think this this credit card churning is a very small percentage of the people using credit cards. And, and I don't think the credit card companies are, are going to suffer any huge losses because of this. At the same time, it is cutting into their profit. And funny you mentioned that. Um, I was going to touch on this later, but I'll just jump into it now. My question, I guess, and was, and we just kind of talked about it there, uh, companies aren't really getting angry about this issue because um, Edward Nisti in the article says, that he's a payment consultant at an advisory firm and he says that the banks would be happier if it didn't happen but nobody is losing a lot of sleep about it these guys things think of themselves as bigger heroes in their own mind than the bank ever thinks of them so that kind of that kind of puts into perspective um how kind of little of a role these consumers are playing on these massive uh, banking institution giants yeah but it, it they they may come up with rules or policies that limit people's ability to to uh churn definitely and i think for now these banking institutions are more of an annoyance at this point or more i think at this point for banking institutions credit card trainers are more of an annoyance than anything else because they're using the points as they weren't intended. And now more than ever, it even talks about this in an article, credit card companies are offering bigger rewards in order to stay competitive and, quote, compete for a very valuable demographic, end quote. And this this, uh, valuable demographic is, as the article states, quote, affluent consumers who travel a lot and put a lot of purchases on their cards, end quote. And actually, Nestate, and Nestate does say, quote, the problem for banks isn't so much the size of the churning community, but the size of the rewards they're offering these days. As these set of programs get richer, banks are getting wearier of wasting wasting time on them, uh, wasting time on someone who has no intention to be a long-term customer with you, end quote. So I think that's really the biggest issue right now is it's more of an annoyance. But do you think, in, in your mind, Trevor, do you think credit card churning is, is something that's going to grow in popularity or really just kind of shrink away? No, I think it's it's probably not going to become ever a, a huge issue for the credit card companies. Like the article says, it, it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of uh, detail-oriented people. Uh, 
not everybody wants to pour their time and energy in, into something like that. So I don't see growing, uh, although, you know, the article did say that users on the Reddit user form has doubled in the last year. I just can't see it becoming that much of a, a concern for the bank. The, the article does mention, though, that it's actually could be considered a form of legal money laundering. And that's an interesting concept. I, so I, I kind of looked up what money laundering is from a Canadian perspective. And there's three definitions. And I found this on the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police website. It says money laundering is one of three things. So number one is it converts proceeds of crime to another less suspicious form. Well, it's not that. It conceals the criminal origins and ownership of funds. And it's not that. But this is the one where I think it fits. It creates a legitimate explanation for the source of funds. When I say people are laundering money, what the article says is people are getting a credit card with perks that require you to say spend $1,000. They'll buy prepaid credit card, other credit cards, like prepaid visas with the $1,000 that's required to spend to get the perks. And they'll use those prepaid credit cards to pay off the balance on the perk card. So at the end of the day, the credit card holder, they spent $1,000, they paid off $1,000, but they got the perks, the rewards, the, the cash back, whatever the credit card company was offering. In a very stretch, um, very vague you you could say this is a legalized money laundering aspect, maybe. Oh, for sure. And I think that's where maybe some of the concern does come up is because it does it is a very blurry fuzzy version of that i don't think it is i think the credit card companies are saying it's le it's a form of legal money laundering to maybe play on the conscience of the people that are doing it definitely that could be the case because they're trying i mean who wants to encourage uh taking advantage of the perks that they do offer offer consumers in order to be competitive. And you know, the irony of what you just said, taking advantage of credit card companies that are charging 18% interest. I mean, how do you, how do you take advantage of a company that's taking advantage of the public? <laughs> no, it's, that's a good point. It's almost a little payback. <laughs> Cor corporate payback. Um, so let's, uh, let's delve into who should and who shouldn't be use credit card training as, as, a, as one of their hobbies. Well, for sure. Anybody who has had a consumer debt issue, meaning they, they have a lot of consumer debt. Anybody who's has a history of having consumer debt issues, these people probably don't need the temptation in their world. The other group of people who should maybe not consider this are people who are contemplating getting approved for a mortgage. Uh, by The more credit cards you have means you have more credit available to you, and that additional credit available to you is going to reduce your credit score. So these are people that probably shouldn't be thinking about getting into churning for, for those reasons. So that leads to my next question. Um, you mentioned credit score. How does credit card churning impact your credit score? Well, in the article, Steverman, the author of the article, states, it is theoretically possible to churn without ruining your credit score because the key factor in credit scores is the percentage of available credit to, the, to be used. By taking out dozens of credit cards, churners can get access to hundreds of thousands of dollars of credit, most of which they don't use. That said, it's very the very act of applying for a credit card can cause short-term hit to your credit score. Also, even if you maintain a high credit score, having too many outstanding credit cards can make it impossible to get a mortgage, car loan. Wow, so that really that really says a lot about all the long-term impacts of credit card churning. Yeah, and I think it's it's really designed for I go back to what I said earlier. People who are doing this, they should be of a saver mindset. I mean, some of us are just more prone to save and others are more prone to spend. This is a saver's hobby. And when you say hobby, this, what you the quote that you just read from the article, it really reinforces 
the point that this has to be strictly a hobby. Something you something you would do, something like cooking or baking. This is this is a hobby. Yeah, you have to be motivated uh, to get the savings and not use the credit. I mean, the temptation for some people would just be too much. Oh, definitely. So Trevor, what safeguards are in place to ensure that people who are not financially responsible never get into credit card churning? Well, in the article, Cooper, a veteran credit card churner, says that luckily it's hard to start churning if you don't already have good money habits. Banks generally won't let you take out a lot of credit cards if you don't have stellar credit rating. That's really good to hear. So it's almost a self-regulated regulated hobby. You know, I, I know I'm, that the article says this, but I know students at universities and colleges, they're being offered credit cards and they don't even have a source of income. So maybe multiple credit cards is harder to get, but a, a single credit card is... It's not that hard to get. Uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. So I guess I guess uh, an ill-advised consumer who thinks they are ready to enter the credit card churning world could really just get stepped on and crushed. Well, if you think about this article, what 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 he's saying there kind of does make sense because if you've just say you've acquired ten credit cards and you're you're churning them, but you're not managing them as as a as a hobbyist would diligently, you're going to end up in credit trouble. So getting that next credit card is going to become difficult. Breaking off what you just said, you can really, really, really get yourself into financial difficulties if you mismanage this, if you make one, a few mistakes. Oh, well, yeah. And once you go off the rails, it's going to be hard to get back on with the interest rates that they, they have out there. Yeah. And if you're, like you just said, if you maybe have 10 credit cards, that is enough to to really get you in the hole. If you miss, if you have thousands of dollars out on these credit cards and you miss a due date on, I don't know, 10 of them, that's, that's $10,000. That interest always goes back to the date of purchase. Credit cards with the points always have the the highest, higher interest rates. You that's, see 18.9 to 20.99%. Yeah. That's a good point. That's one thing the perk cards do is they, they do charge a premium on the interest. So that's something that, again, it's another, it's another red flag caution to really be careful when you're entering. This is a, this is dangerous. I, yeah. I, I personally, I'm not a candidate for this. I don't have the, the discipline discipline or the interest in in this kind of uh, churning i like to play it safe and this this has risk associated with it so i i probably i'm not a, a candidate for churning what about you i personally the idea of acquiring so many credit cards i guess it's just how so in society you're raised not to not to acquire debt or credit or use credit cards unwisely so the whole philosophy about acquiring as many credit cards as possible it's just something that doesn't fly with me I just can't stomach it. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it ethically, but I just don't like the risk. Even though, but ethically, that's interesting to say that. So even though it, it does push the envelope on money laundering, you still ethically believe credit card churning is okay? If you're playing by the rules set out by the banks, I, I think it's it's on them to, to make the rules in such a way that you can't do this. And funny that you say you talk about rules. In the article, one, uh, one bank has decided to implement a rule where they will cut off new cards for anyone is applied for more than five cards in the past 24 months. So these institutions are catching on to credit card churners and their uh, methods of madness. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They have a lot of software that tracks spending habits and they used for, for fraud protection. If you're going to be traveling to the country, they always say notify your credit card company because your credit card could be susp- suspended because of suspicious activity. So I'm not surprised that they're, they're tracking this kind of thing as well. Definitely. So overall, Trevor, is... 
credit card churning something something you recommend? So ethically, I'm okay with it, but I don't recommend it to the average person on the street. I think there's too much risk associated with with having that many credit cards. It also the negative impact on your credit score in the event that you want to apply for a mortgage or a car loan. I just think there's too much downside. It's it's for a pretty unique group of people who uh, are financially set and they're just just doing it as a hobby. Yeah, so it's probably really best suited for people who don't really need the perks, but take it on as a hobby and do it anyway. Oh, for sure. And I really do think that, well, going back to the whole our, our show, going back to the title of our show, this really isn't a simple money solution. No, that you're right. And I don't recommend it because it just adds complexity to your financial life that you really don't need. That's a very good point. And it the whole concept almost reminds me of skydiving. You, do, you go skydiving through the thrill of it, the adventure, and how you feel while you're in it. Do you know and what? That is a really good point. This is probably more for thrill seekers. The more you brought up a very good point. I think this is a thrill seeking. How much can I get away with activity? How many credit cards can I acquire? How many credit cards can I manage? How many points can I get away with? Actually, I did look in the Reddit forum just briefly, and I did get that feeling about it, that it was sort of a one-upmanship where... Uh, oh, was... I have uh, 20 credit cards. How many do you have? Exactly, exactly. And I, I really think, and well, that, that idea was sparked by what you just said about how it's not for everyone and people who do use the perks probably don't need them because couponing is was stereotypically to save money like you know any any middle class family save money on things this strikes me as something that you, like, you do for fun like you, the points that you get out of it you don't need them yeah exactly they're they're a luxury definitely and that's why maybe these these credit card turners are taking trips to exotic places just because they can just because they have the points to do that and they probably have the money to spend once they're there Definitely. So this, so, but our, our podcast is really suited for the average person. That's what, that's our philosophy. We really want to touch the average person, the average consumer and provide minimalist, simple money solutions. So I think down to the core of it, this really isn't a simple money solution. Yeah, definitely not. not a good idea, not a recommendation by us. Well, Trevor, thank you for your input on credit card churning. I'm sure listeners have really pulled away a lot about this and even Hopefully you might even check out the Reddit uh, forum themselves to see what others are saying about it. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope our listeners out there have learned more or a little bit about credit card churning and the upsides and the downsides. And even hopefully check out the Reddit, Reddit forums to see what others are saying. Thanks for listening. And please be sure to check out the show notes at livelifesimple.ca. You'll find this article here along with the other show notes from this episode. Please give our show a rating on iTunes as it helps us get noticed. And please leave comments about the show or this episode on iTunes as well. So until next week, keep it simple.